This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Neds. Josh, you won't believe which Victorian club is circling for Eagles youngster Harley Reid. Is it Essendon? Well, you got to click on it. What do you mean? It's clickbait. Is it Essendon or not? You have to click on it. It's Essendon. Georgia just texted me it. Well, God. Which Victorian club's jersey would Reid look best in? Um, okay, I know this. Um, Carlton, it's a pretty bold strip. Maybe... Maybe nah, Geelong, nah. he's like, he's kind of from that nah, area. Uh, 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 nah. Hang on. No. Just the, click it. You get way less drivel than this on the Neds app with the rap. Stay up to date with the latest videos, articles, including insights, tips, and analysis. Plus, Ned's unique take on everything about your favorite sports and racing codes. But it's not just AFL. There's NBA, UFC, horsey racing, and NRL news, plus much more. Download the Neds app now and look for the rap tab for the latest content taken to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We are back, yes. Disgrace sports journalist Josh Garth. That's me, and welcome to Kick It Forward Podcast. Belly <laughs> Sports Newsroom with the guts to tell it how it is. Remember, yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us, and we'll share it. This week on the pod, Tottenham in town. Hello. NBA Summer League wrap. The sports world brimming with gossip. Uh, oh, my God. There is so much gossip coming up. And a very special guest, one-third of Swag on the Beat, Jack something I when I was writing it I didn't realise I knew your last name it's something something so, oh my god, god. Oh, yeah. the, the chances unbelievable Jack, welcome to be here oh, honoured to be here in Perth, welcome, in Perth. welcome to Perth Thank first you, impression yeah. amazing of oh the stadium river city all good yeah all oh, good you've completed all it good. <laughs> I saw everything well you can go and the traffic's fantastic the traffic uh, is great yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. went and picked you up I remember just before like this always happens when we come to Perth and the opposite when we're in Melbourne yeah. You, you ask someone, hey, can, you, can I have a lift? And then in Melbourne, they go, nah. And you're like, oh, okay. It's well, a bit it's rude. Half the day gone. Yeah, half, half the day. The day Whereas, like, here, we were like, oh, we'll pick you up. And you said, nah, don't worry about it being polite. And it was a 10 minute drive there and back. <laughs> yeah. Well, honored. And, and two hours, like, more time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Because yeah, I, was, I, was, I came from Sydney, straight from Sydney, and uh, got off. I'm like, okay, so it's like two o'clock. Boom. Turn the phone on. Oh, it's 12. Okay. It's like time travel. What are you going to do with all your extra time? Um, no, see the <laughs> come come do the poll with you guys. I guess there's not. Did you have, did you come to Perth and go? Oh, I need to say that. Like, is there anything you thought of? Like, Optus, Optus, Optus Stadium. Yeah, it's a shame that that's our like, own draw card. <laughs> no, but I was, that's it. It's I was, great. Like, it's great. Well, before you came and picked me up, I was I was like, oh, there's a Krispy Kreme across the road. I'll get some Krispy Kreme for the boys. And I was wondering where would like all the the West Coast Eagles and Frio players hang out. Krispy Kreme. Like, Krispy Kreme. Yeah. So it's it. like, I'm like, whereabouts in the city is that all happen? You know, because you feel like it feels almost like a massive town. Yeah. But like, no, with, no, with respect. No one really goes no, to the no, city. No, that's the thing. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, we, yeah. Don't, we don't recommend the city. Okay, yeah. right. We recommend heading either three hours south or um, 12 hours north. Yeah. X, is that Exmouth or? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yep. a good spot. But Correct. <laughs> nice. The joke was though, like, because. Perth used to be so basic that every time people would come back from Melbourne, they would bring Krispy Kremes because they had them in the airport. <laughs> I, don't okay. you, I don't know if you knew this. No, I didn't know. Dad so, did that. Didn't know that. So, yeah, everyone used to do it. Like, in school in year two, they'd be like, oh, bring back Krispy Kreme. And then they would come in with them. <laughs> Did you have a lisp at school? Yeah. yeah. 
And, and, and the fact you got in with them, it's like someone from Melbourne bringing us Krispy Kremes. Okay. I thought that was an inside joke that no, you were on. No, I didn't know. Oh. oh, well, sorry to offend. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, you're here on a national tour with Swag and the Bait. Before we get into that, we've just got a new segment we're going to try. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, we're probably going to get some artists on the pod mm-hmm. uh, in the future. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. we want to, like, try and engage with that side of the audience, you know, singers, songwriters, yeah. com- comedians, yourself. Smoking songs and singing bongs, smelling art and painting fart. We can all be creative people. So that's it's creative corner. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying new segments. Now tell us, what's it like doing a national tour being creative? Like unbelievable. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Smoking songs and singing bongs, smelling art and painting fart. We can all be creative people. Than I thought. Uh, no, how's it been? It's been like, you know, we've done what we've done for three years on the screen, mm. but then to see people live coming, actually, mm. actually come. <laughs> like, we didn't think anyone would come. On stage. So you're selling out theatres for the live show. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. What's it like transitioning? You know, who's done live stuff in the, in the group before? Isaac and I play in bands. So we've been yeah. on stages a bit, and Zito or Sam does uh, like stand up. Okay, so yeah, you know about the energy from the crowd. Yeah, the energy from the crowd. I also a bit of a performer myself, so I know a thing or two about, um, yeah, you know, firing a crowd up and then getting fired up by the crowd as well. Right, what what have you done? A bit of karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) A bit of MC work as well. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. there you go, there you go. But Uh, like, I I always think about that, like, because the nature of the – the beast that you're doing of creating this videos, right, is you're seeing these numbers, you know, a million people have liked it or things like that. Right. But it's hard to fathom how many people that is. But then you go to that and there's a thousand people in front of you or two thousand and they're all clapping. Surely that first night must have been pretty insane. Well, <laughs> three of us were standing backstage. The first shows were in Melbourne, which is our hometown. Mm. And we're standing backstage and we're thinking, what have we, what have we done? Can we swear on this? No, we don't. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, what the f*** are we oh, doing? Oh, language. Yeah, sorry, language, language, language. I'm really upset now. Uh, <laughs> okay. I just want to apologise for everyone <laughs> listeners. Look, I hope this goes no further. I hope the authorities don't get involved, but I apologise for my uh, profanity. Oh, so there's authorities It won't fucking happen again. <laughs> no, no. So but, you guys are actually like sort of shitting yourself well, like, well, who the like, who are we to think we can go on stage and make people laugh? <laughs> you know, it's it's insane. And then, and then you know, we got lucky and enough people enjoyed it. You worked hard. We worked, it was a lot of work for, I mean, we're three, we're just three guys and it was all, we wrote it all and made it all. What was your starting point? Because you obviously knew how to write a little bit because you, you know, you, you're doing these videos, right? And yeah. then you're going, okay, how do we make this into a live show for a certain period that people are going to pay to want to say? Yeah, well, the big, the biggest thing I think I'm sure you guys would know too is like a lot of the comedy comes from really close up shots where you can do facial expressions and stuff, mm-hmm. which you just can't do on stage because- some people at the theatre are like 50 metres away from you. So it has to be very physical and sure. the punchlines have to be either really clear word or a really clear action. And that changed a lot of the writing process. And mm. also having uh, the ability to build a narrative that's longer than 60 seconds, yeah. which is what we're used to. Uh, but it just gave us way more freedom. So I suppose that you're always constrained to the 60 seconds. So mm. now you're like, oh, we can actually take bigger swings at stuff. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. What if you gave everyone in the audience binoculars or a telescope <laughs> yeah. and then they could see your face? <laughs> just, oh, he's swearing. Just it. It he's swearing. It's just, it. I thought it was a good idea. Um, and what about life on the road? You guys like trashing hotel yeah, rooms a lot? Road. Look, look, uh, look, I don't know if we'd be allowed back into Sydney after what we did, but you know, uh, okay. what okay. stays on tour stays on tour, whatever the saying is. I think it's just, just, <laughs> yeah. for sure. What's, what's on your rider? 
you know, before a show. Uh, we've we got, we got we two, two California rolls each. Yeah, like sure. sushi, right? Yeah. Uh, Zito, Sam will have a Carlton draft. Isaac will have a Corona beer and I'll have an up and go. And then <laughs> oh, good. some hummus and crackers. <laughs> well done. Well, we don't know what to order. What do you order? I don't know. Yeah. We bring a lunchbox to school usually, so I don't know. You should start just trying one random p- item to see if oh, they'll so do if it. you like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see. And then They're if pretty good. They're, if you ask for it, that, it'll be there in the fridge when you get there. Which is a problem wow. because then they'll just think you're a cunt. I didn't know. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think you actually had a rider. That's awesome. No, it's actually there. This is our first guest with a rider, Josh. What do you mean? Like, have we had a guest that's had a rider before? Like a roadie. Is that what a rider is? No, a rider's like the demand, like a you write a list of like food or drinks you want before a show. I think he is. Oh no, we had Shannon Noel last year. He was all right. He probably has yeah, a couple of riders. He wasn't in the room. That's a big Beard trimmers and stuff. Beard, did he really? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> get the goatee looking good. Before we get into it, I, I texted Giorgio, who's on his nine-week sabbatical in um, Albania and Italy, and he's sent her an update every week while he's there. Yeah. And so he was actually a bit upset he's not going to be here to see you because he's obviously met you before and big fan of the swag of the bait. Big so fan of Giorgio. Here's his update. G'day boys, I've been living in Albania for five days now. If you've never been, it's sort of like the Greece of Europe. There are many nice things in this country and many things that gripe me. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Some of the best beaches in the world, but ask someone to pay via credit card and they'll look at you like you've just told them you think Brian Myers is the Lionel Messi of AFL. I spend most of the days here collecting cool rocks on the beach and doing like sick jumps into the water while Gabby does grown-up stuff like read. Boring. Cool facts about Albania. More Albanians live outside Albania than in it. And one of these Albanians is Dua Lipa, who remains the only Albanian I can name. Anyway, Uru, I'm off. And boys, don't forget, stay hydrated. Thank you, George. Yeah, wow. for the update. Always love those updates. How efficient was that? That covered everything. Yeah, he covered everything. Yeah, he, said, yeah. he actually takes that through and he goes, oh, it's not that funny. If you don't want to play it, it's fine. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was good. We want it. It was great. We actually Salesman. really, really want hey, it. Hey, um, guys, just before we move on, you might be noticing that we're setting pretty extra sexy this week with new microphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, new. check out these bad sure boys. Sure is. And, oh, God, Sorry. goodness gracious. <laughs> sure is. Hey, um, we got these. Uh, Josh ordered these online and um, had them delivered. Yeah, this is the MX-7. Um, it uh, has full capability for microphones. Um, we'll record voice, farts, uh, Josh, other microphones. Where, oh, yeah. my God. Josh, where'd you get those delivered to? Uh, I got them delivered to the wrong house. Mm. Yeah, mm. your old, old address. Your old address. Yeah, 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 which was a share house with a couple. Yeah, yeah and one of those, the, the girl that lives there is a friend of my sister and I was speaking to her about this incident. It's apparently the second time Josh has had something delivered to this house. I think it was yesterday when I went to pick them up. She said that the postie woke up the babies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Josh. She rang me he was crying. So Ange Postacoglu and Tottenham are in town. I'm in the, I'm in the press conference and I've got three missed calls from Daisy, my, my mate. Shout out, Daisy. And then I, I take her, hey, Daisy, can I call you back? She's like, well, no, Amazon are demanding a code for the – and I'm like, oh, okay, run out. And there's like a baby crying in the background. And Ange is like, bro, shut the fuck up. Um, this is the other thing, actually. Ange Postacoglu is in town with Tottenham. and So, it's, right. so he's become the manager of Tottenham. Yep. 
former Socceroos boss, and he's done really well wherever he's gone. And he's arrived in Perth, and they're doing this uh, this exhibition game with West Ham in their pre-season. And most of the players from both teams can walk around Perth, and no one has any fucking clue who they are. You know, there's a couple guys that are really famous, like Harry Kane and stuff, and Ange himself. But uh, we went there to the <laughs> – we tried to catch him. We were like – we love Ange Postacoglu's rev-up speeches. He always does these – he's got these famous speeches, a couple of them, wherever he's gone, and he's always sort of captivated the audience in his press conferences as well, where he's like, my daddy was a hard fucking man. He was a hard man. He actually even said it in the um, press conference to spoke to his dad. All these people who you you know sort of make the sacrifices along the way when you when you're in this position, um, a lot of it is about just sort of trying to you know pay back for that. You know, pick my dad, my mum. You know, I had a really happy childhood, but you know I know that they were working hard to make sure that I didn't realise just how tough it was for us as a family. So you know, he was he's been the greatest influence on my life. He still is. He's not around anymore, but. Uh, he was also a hard man, mate, hard to please. So, you know, he'd pat me on the back and then give me a smack on the head as well, just to make sure I, uh, just to make sure that I'm stay focused on what's important. And uh, he always said, you know, you do this, these things for, for other people. You know, and I'm doing it for my family now. You know, my boys and, and my wife and uh, all those people. But we were like, oh, we want to be revved up by him. You know, it's winter, mm-hmm. everyone's yeah, in yeah, Europe, yeah. let's get revved up by Ange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we arrived at the airport at 11pm because we got word they were arriving. Yeah, so just first of all, I was having the time of my life out at the pubs in yeah. Perth yeah, on yeah, Saturday yeah. night. Then, then I just went home to get myself ready for this great adventure. And then I picked him up and we went there and there was about eight other Tottenham fans. Well, oh, well if we don't get Ange, we'll get some psychos that are at the West End. They're all really lovely and nice yeah. and well-mannered <laughs> and like sitting there waiting patiently. Yeah. And then Andrew arrives and it's a big, like, it's about 12.30. We're like, we've got him. We're there. It's only eight of us. We're going to be great. And he walks straight past us and apparently in the actual West Inn, there was about 100 people and uh, they'd have got there earlier than us and we yeah. were just, like, completely told the wrong thing. So then we waited for three hours for nothing because we were doing well, this video for Tad Touch and we couldn't get it off. I was on camo duties, Jack, and um, mm. I was just having a bit of chat, chit-chat with my fellow camos, <laughs> you know. What lens are you guys using today? Oh, right. Short or long? What do you reckon? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't use that one. You won't get any end with that one. <laughs> at one point we were, we were just like there's a night crawler there so a guy's paid by an outlet who just like goes to car crashes and stuff and he's a bit of a psycho and he's filming people like yeah fucking cheer 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 like he's been really loud oh, right, right, and right. then Harry's just going oh watch this filming a camera filming a filmer filming, <laughs> filming everyone else and everyone's just staring at him because he's so tall just like what are you doing and then they all move and stuff I was like oh it's my first time using a camera isn't this what you're supposed to do Legit, legitimately asked this guy what his lens is and the guy goes oh yeah it's, it gives him this long answer and he goes it's pretty cool <laughs> not bad um, you're in the game it's fine yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. for sure I know yeah. what's going on yeah. alright let's get into the headlines Nadia Bartel poos for the first time in a day it was better than Leo Matildas have won again and welcome back Daniel Ricciardo they came bounding <laughs> over <laughs> the headlines welcome to the headlines <laughs> Can I just quickly sneak in here, Josh, that um, – oh, do you have anything else to say no, about the headlines it. themselves? Or? <laughs> no, no, sneak in whatever uh, you I want. I just wanted to sneak in here that we're going to be discussing a bit more on Dan Ricciardo joining uh, Alpha Tauri yeah. next week after his first race. And also, one we hadn't planned for, it's a bit of breaking news for us, was the Com Games being cancelled in Victoria. Can we just touch on that quickly? Yeah, I think we should. Do I think you, we should. Like the Commonwealth Games was going to be in regional Victoria. Oh, uh, right. It's yeah, shared yeah, between yeah. all like, the hubs like uh, Shepparton and, and Bendigo. Ballarat Bendigo. Uh, they cancelled it completely because they were like, oh, it's too expensive. No one watches it. What? what we, are you sh- Whoa, you're crying. Well, yeah, I am. I'm <laughs> What's Victorian, your official statement, being Victorian? Well, 
Wait, they cancelled. <laughs> they they cancelled the, the com games completely. Damn well, at this stage, yeah, it's completely cancelled. So there's no com games in 2026. Well, they sorry. deleted Australia deleted it off no, the planet. No, no, they lost the files. Yeah, Damn it. So we're a republic now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very popular in Perth, actually saying stuff like yeah. that. Right? Yeah, is, yeah. 1962 Commonwealth Games were in Perth, so. Dan Andrews said they're four billion dollars um, over budget or something like that. Right. You know when the, the you know the states or the country say we're about a hundred billion dollars in debt. Yeah. Well, what does it matter? Just spend some more money. Yeah, That's yeah. what the US do. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. So, Ooh. Those, so political so, pod, political pod. <laughs> also, shout out to our one New York listener. Oh yeah. We'll get to later. We'll get to later. Thank, Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, we're gonna need that voice later. Let's just do like let's do a, a salute for the Com Games. I always was mildly interested when you were on, but I didn't care if you weren't. Cool. Yeah, yeah, games. Amen. So that's unbelievable. It's done. Yeah, it's done. Oh, well. oh well, apparently, well, yeah. South Australia or New South Wales might pick it up. Oh, yeah, Perth, 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 yeah, Perth are like, we'll do it. And everyone in Perth like, oh, we don't we'll necessarily want it. I think it. it's a good idea because like, I was in Brisbane last week and the first thing they said is, we got the Olympics here in a few years. Olympics is good though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah a yeah, smaller yeah. city might be able to like, you know, take some energy from doing a com games. Maybe we need to make Brisbane in debt and then we can steal the Olympics. Olympics, Olympics just, in Perth. Yeah. If we just need to make sure we overload Brisbane with as much debt as possible. <laughs> okay, Good this idea. is a new idea. New you idea. go first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you start. Leave it with me. Okay, AFL, the biggest story of the week. Uh, the, I've got the biggest story of the week right here. It was a bloody tipsy nightmare that week. <laughs> oh, <round. laughs> oh, no. The biggest is <laughs> fuck you. What about uh, the bloody baggers winning? How are you supposed to tip against them? No, oh. I know. It's fucked, bro. <laughs> um, so the biggest story from last week was Gerald Whateley didn't quite understand when people were making up fake quotes about him. I don't know if you saw this. You're in Sydney, okay. so you might have been across it. So yeah. he's the esteemed journalist from SEN. We had we did an emergency pod just for that, basically. Wow. And uh, he was basically commenting on any time anyone retweeted him saying a fake quote that uh, Grime Myers from Geelong was like as good as uh, Messi. That was the quote, and it was like irre- like irregular. He finally responded because he has Fridays off, and it happened on Thursday. Okay. And he went nuts and was commenting ten times on each post. But he finally responded. How'd you, how did you think you went on the Poorly. weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Tipped into a world I know nothing about. I think that's pretty clear. When did you know it was going wrong? Uh, well, I still think I had to say that it wasn't my quote. That's a policy you're going to have to move on from, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that world is, I said, it's like being Miles Morales in the Spideyverse. I do not understand any of what I just was drawn into. None. Yeah. The idea of common decency, which you tend to live your life by, you go, oh, right, so that I'm not in that world. Sorry? That, who perpetuated that? Some guy. Well, the problem is he perpetuated by Some guy made the meme, which was a fake quote from uh, SEN or AFL 360 with right. his face on it. Right. And it was so outrageous that no one would believe it. But the problem is he bit immediately. He says, please yeah. remove this fake quote, hashtag fake quote. Right, right. And then he commented six times and then Dan Gorringe did his own version. <laughs> and then he was commenting directly to Dan Gorringe. And then and now it's just feeding the beast. He's not realising what he's creating. He's imploring people. Okay. On his radio show to fight the fight for me, say it's fake. So even just then, he's like, common decency in this world doesn't exist, which I find pretty funny. Well, yeah, Kingy was just straight up with him. He's like, mate, your guard was down. Don't go into that <laughs> yeah, world. He went vulnerable online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Stuart Jew was fired by the Gold Coast Suns last week. But the weirdest thing is they posted these photos of him and they looked like he'd been killed because he was in the sky with like <laughs> – and. Um, <laughs> 
sorry, Laura Jacobs, she, she, we put the word out, can anyone do this for Georgia? Because he's effectively dead right now. He lives in Europe. Right, yeah. And she, in two seconds, like photoshops and it's the same thing. But the weirdest thing, Stuart Jew, we thought he was dead. He's now with <laughs> the Aussie cricket team. He's just wandering around. Really? Yeah, ghosts. With um, uh, Piastri. No, sorry, with the, with the cricket, with the the cricket, cricket team, team over at uh, For the Ashes. Piastri was over there, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah that was a couple of weeks ago, though. Oh, oh sorry, was he? I'm oh, out of date. Oh, oh, my God, okay. Yeah. Can you yeah. please be more up to date? I'm, I'm so, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. What's his, uh, what's, what do you reckon his role is? Jet lag. Do you reckon his role is? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, head of saying fuck. I reckon he's chicken, av- chicken avocado, I reckon. Chicken avocado. Fuck, 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 I don't look stunned! We don't think you're required if you lose my 80 points. You don't need your team to post... 90 to 20 with like a little a tagline on it on Instagram or Twitter. Oh, yeah. Explaining what happened. Yeah, explaining because like yeah. le- previously we had like uh, West Coast lose by 100 points and it says beaten on the peel- field or like dismantled or something. It's like, you know, I just put the score up. I don't think many people get the score there anyway. Right. Essendon got pumped by, at Alphabet Stadium 122 to 45 and they just had FT full stops. They're learning. Okay, they're they're actually they're understanding better. where they're at. They're getting the message. They're, they're getting, getting the message. Guys, what about Morris Rioli refusing to speak to the coach after he'd been subbed out? Yeah. The coach wanted a phone call with him on the bench and he goes, nah, not now. Oh, not really? Now. Yeah. You can't do that. Imagine the big, it's the big boss. Hmm. It's the big, imagine the big boss at work going, uh, uh, Harry, come on, I need to have a little word to you in my office about something. Uh, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm fine. He was probably meditating or something. Yeah, he was. Well, if he was doing that, yeah. then yeah, okay. We didn't really understand the situation fully, so um, he did all, go like this. All though. clear. Yeah. Oh, he did say he fobbed him off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you? What were you like on the footy field, with Jack? I know you, you and the guys used to play a bit. Uh, I was pretty poor. Uh, S- Sam played at a high level. Who's the um, the sh- the shorter guy in the group, Sam. <laughs> if everyone knows Sam, he's uh he's not five seven. He's a bit bigger though. He's right? big, way bigger than five seven. Okay, five and a half something. Um, he was good. <laughs> I, I was, we all played. We all played yeah. till we were about eighteen at school together. But um, nothing of note really. Yeah. Uh, Sam, it was quite good. Like played the rep teams in Melbourne and stuff. Nice. Um, okay. I think he was gunning for maybe drafts at one point, but oh okay, like okay. very Seriously good skilled. inside midfielder. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's pretty stocky. You can tell that, like, you know, like, none of us are that fit, but, like, you can tell he probably was pretty fit when he was back in the day. Yeah, he was ripped. Really? Uh, Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, the nicest guy off the field, then when you go in there, he's just, like, demolished people. Oh, white line fever. Yeah, Yeah, you need it. it. I've got, like, white line fever podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just, like, pod, 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 and pod, and pod my head (laughs) off all the time. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, it's hard sometimes. Speaking of white line fever, <laughs> uh, um, Roaming Brian he made a great return on Friday uh, when Melbourne's amazing win. Jake Melsham, do you know who Jake Melsham is? Absolutely, yeah. Do you really looks like me? Yeah, I do. Oh, I, re- right. I reckon. Well, that's a compliment to him, I would say. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like the ugliest guy I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 no, he's a good looking rook. He's, he's great looking. And yeah, uh, yeah oh, I'd six, say six, yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Well, my, well, we got a couple of messages from that. And then a lot of people also messages like, wow, Jake Melch from another brother that is better than you at everything. Oh, yeah. damn it. I was, I was supposed to say that. Oh, we actually rehearsed this gag. Yeah. We've never, we've never, for the record, we've never, we don't rehearse gags, but that was one I was supposed to say the brother yeah, thing. Yeah, damn it. Oh, anyway. another brother of yours, Josh, buddy. He keeps <laughs> succeeding or something better than you. So that, that game ended in... <laughs> Club, that <laughs> um, yeah, ended with a goal to end it. They came back from 29 points down in the fourth quarter. Against who, sorry? Uh, Brisbane. So Brisbane. Oh, massive. Yeah, too, yeah, right, right. Um, um, but then the Romy Brown, um, firstly, BT said vibe like 19 times. Mm. 19 times in, in Romy Brown. First thing is he went up to Cozzy and uh, Cozzy Pickett 
and spoke to him and he immediately drops an F-bomb. Right now, Cos, what, what's going through your mind right now? Ah, just, just happy, mate, really. Yeah, just very happy that, you know, we're able to get a win like that. So, yeah, well done to Melksham kicking out goal, so. That's extraordinary. He had a cracking game, didn't he? Yeah, fucking up. Ooh. He did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the vibes are good, but this kid wasn't feeling What's it. What's your name, man? Louis. Louis. What? What are you? Who are you looking for, Louis? I'm um, uh, no one. You're looking a bit lost. I'm not. You're not. All right, well, go and enjoy yourself, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> he's like eight years old and he's already outsmarting Ben. I'm good. I'm good. Um, we've got a very special segment actually we need to bring up right now and I think you'll mm. like it. It's called Nuffy of the Week. Yeah, and we all award who we believe is the best Nuffy. Can we get into it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're Nuffy. Welcome to Nuffy of the Week. <laughs> Well, thanks it's for having. It's just so good us. hearing the stings live. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't yeah. think it would get me this much, but they're all, they're all sending me off. Yeah. I actually really like that one. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, enough here. We, we try and find we, the fan in the fanatic, basically. Uh, yeah. A lot yeah. of people have sent things in. This one first was from the Essendon loss on the weekend. There was a lot of very um, angry Essendon fans. I feel like we go through that with almost every team now. Every week there's a giant loss, and it doesn't matter if Essendon's doing well, it's in the top eight or nearing the top four. The perspective of it doesn't really change. This is Jed. He goes, Jed Aussie flag. That was his, the emoji. That's it. I've been an Essendon supporter for 45 years, but this is enough. Sam Wiedemann is the worst player in the club's history, and for that reason I will not be renewing my membership. You've lost me, Essendon. <laughs> Goodbye. See you later. There's a lot of people. A lot of people were a bit more pragmatic. And they're like, "Oh, we're having a pretty good year compared to last yeah. year." Like, gives <laughs> a break. Um, then lately, I've been I've been trying to get into like Nuffy pages, and I've had a my first incident was pretty bad. So last week, I I got into this thing called I Hate Freo. It's a page, and on the top it says Flog Mantle, and it's for people <laughs> six thousand people that just hate Freo. Well, last week I got. <laughs> On Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. yeah. I got in, they accepted me in there. Oh, they, right, great. They had three questions I had to get in and one was like, which play do you hate the most? And I can't even name it. You okay, know what I mean? yeah, sick, sick. Anyway, so I got in now and started posting pragmatic and positive things about Freo in the I Hate Freo posts. <laughs> okay. um, and they started trying to ban me. They started denying my comments. So the first one was... Um, Someone wrote, why are Eagles like games always delayed telecast and WA on free-to-air? That's bullshit. Like the Frio games are always on time, which actually isn't the case. It's, it often happens like that right. it's delayed for Frio as well. And I go, no, it happens all the time for it's always delayed. Um, they're often delayed. Uh, and You're defending. I know. You, go, you, you can't do that in that group. And then some other woman <laughs> um, user replied, um, well, they should just cancel them all. <laughs> and they got about 100 likes. <laughs> okay, well. And I replied to that. But so many people would lose their jobs. Oh god! Oh yeah! If they cancel the that's, club, yeah, that's the thing of the families. Yeah. Response, so that yeah. one got reported and removed. <laughs> <laughs> I love how looking out for people's livelihood gets banned from this group. <laughs> so good. Then another one was, "I fucking hate Sonny Walters so much. He shit or something like that." And I replied, "I don't mind him." <laughs> And then that got feedback. It got a band of people who goes, hey, mate, wouldn't care if you like him or anything. We, we just fucking hate Freo. Josh, I'm not sure you understand how the group works. You need to hate everything in and around Freo. It's commi- committed hate. It's committed hate. Uh, yeah, it is, okay. So... 
I'm going well, to. I might actually speak to my fellow group members and have you properly kicked out. We also have some. Nah, I love oh, Freo. Nah, nah, okay. nah, 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 we had someone messaging us like, "You want to see um, a bad some Muffy post? Go to the Freo version." So I went to the Freo page too. So this is like the one they're all pro Freo, and they were being pretty negative in the weekend too after the Collingwood game as well. But nothing as bad as uh, the the memes on that one. Uh, Harry, you had one as well. Yeah, I had one here. It was uh, after the Eagles got pumped. It was an Insta post sharing the score. Nathan says. This is not a joke either. Most disgraceful umpiring I've seen all year. <laughs> Last two goals should not have been allowed. Uh, yeah, they lost by about 38 points, I think. So <laughs> they wouldn't have mattered anyway. I did see someone interviewed outside the thing going, bloody umps. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, come on. Uh, the final I had, I think you'll like this one. Jackson via Reddit wrote, apart from a grand final loss, what is the most emotionally devastating thing that could happen to your club? Now, Anonymous wrote in, this is on Reddit, uh, Nick Dacos going to Carlton in the offseason. Oh, oh, my God. That'd be the worst thing ever. Wouldn't that be so shit? God. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. But he got trumped because at Mr. Wolf Wolf wrote, plane crash flying home from game killing. <laughs> Killing <laughs> no. all players, coaches, and support staff. <laughs> what? Why are the support staff involved in this? They're on the plane. Yeah, but why bring it into this? They could have taken another flight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That is. Oh, it's not very extreme, is it? I think he's nothing of the week. <laughs> yeah. I think he's nothing of the week. Sure. Oh, far out. Do you have any, um, well, you wouldn't say nuffies, but how's it been the fan interacting on your tour? Like surely they've been legends that you've met dressing up as you and stuff. All, all legends. Actually, I've got a picture from the Sydney show. The guy, because Isaac wears an SA kit that is very particular every time and this guy rocked up with the exact kit. Oh, like, nice. Isaac got it from an op shop, the shirt. So I don't know how this guy sourced it. He had the same sunnies, the same hat, the same shorts, the same shoes, like bought the TNs that are worth like 200 bucks or something. That's the expensive part of that. Uh, yeah, that that's, the, <laughs> that's the expensive part. Everyone has been a legend. Yeah. Uh, nice. The hard thing is people will come up and they'll quote something and you'll go, I don't remember where that's from. It's they're quoting a video and like having to mm. rack your brain and like then go toe to toe with them and like mm. act out the video. But everyone is completely legendary who's come to the show. Well done. Yeah. Well done. So, so, no, well no, done. so no nuffies. No, no, no nuffies. No nuffies. Only us after the show. Yeah, not okay. knowing how to, I, the, I'm a nuffie because I know how to smile for a photo like 50 times. I go, like, you know, the awkward teeth thing. Yeah, oh, do you, you don't know what you're doing. doing I, I, don't, I don't. I need some help. So I reckon you should go like. Couple of them, like. yeah, yeah. Well, it's only so many thumbs up shuckers, and and the thing is, Zeta likes to do the shucker that's moving, and I reckon he's gotten like a blurry hand in every photo. He's got carpal tunnel. <laughs> go a couple, sorry, go a couple <laughs> thumbs, couple, <laughs> couple of thumbs down, thumbs up, just like this. Oh, oh like a Roman emperor. Oh no, like just no, hold the just thumb down, like as if you're doing a thumbs up, like your fist is out. Oh, okay, but um. Yeah, just just down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's thumbs down. It'll yeah, just throw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah throw them. And then it's like something yeah. you really resonated with and you yeah, pop it up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Thanks. You don't like that? Uh, you don't like NBA basketball? Hot Italy D! Bang! Bang! It's good! Wins the game at the buzzer! Okay. Because bloody hell, I thought it was the off-season of the NBA, yet it <laughs> consumes this podcast all year round. What's going on there, Josh? Yeah, well, it's that, uh, you know, 52-week beast. You know, you can't have any opportunity yeah. for someone to leak in. No. And potentially. And we're no. actually, we might be going to the States in a couple of weeks, um, TBC. Yeah, the NBA Summer League, but there's a couple of guys over there vying for a spot, and they've done really well. So the first one's Luke Travis, who's with the Perth Wildcats, and he went to the Melbourne United. He's had a couple of good showings, you know, a couple of double-digit games. You, like, you guys seem to be liking yeah. it. 
Few trip dubs. <laughs> no trip dubs. No two days. Speaking Shoot. of trip dubs, though. Yeah, go on. Um, Dyson Daniels had some near trip dubs. He's been pretty dominant. She hasn't been shooting that well, but one to look out for. For the uh, the boomers, he might be really good for the boomers this year. So they're probably the main ones. A couple of ones: uh, Dorp Reith, Perth guy, South Sudanese Australian. Uh, he's been playing really well actually. He had sort of double digits in almost every single game, and he played in the Olympics last time. He might be one as well. Uh, we've had quite a few over there actually. So uh, they're probably the the main standouts from the ones that I saw anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Well, sorry for yeah, doubting I, you. Well, I was. I mean, I there were a lot of that. What I was, what I was going to say is those stats there. So yeah, no, nothing more to. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, sorry. Nothing more to add well, okay. I was, oh, you know, I had a few of those oh, in the okay. bank as well. Oh yeah, it's written down on your notes actually. Yeah. yeah. Notes, oh yeah. sorry. Oh, okay. now yeah, great. Just says believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the most dominant guy this um, off season oh, though whoa. has been this guy. Chet. Oh, big Chet. Hole. I can't read it from there. Holmgren. Yeah. Have you guys? Do you see he look dominant? Does he look pretty intimidating to you? Mm, tell me more about his background. Good arms. Where did he grow up? Good arms. Where did he grow up? Uh, he went to Gonzaga. He's like. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't whoa, mess with Gonza- the lads from Gonzaga. Yeah. Speedy Gonzaga. Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. What it is. It's derailing yeah, yeah, this yeah. basketball segment. It's what I try and do every week. So don't worry about it. Uh, Sorry, Josh. Tell us more about the uh, background of Chet and where he might be going. Order. Um, so it's, 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 <laughs> don't do orders outside Harry's big I'm so house. Sorry. I'm really what sorry. What the fuck? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Oh. Um, no, Chet Ongren, he looks like a seven foot two uh, meth addict. And all these reports came out. He he was drafted the year before, but did a, an injury, had an injury, sat out. Now he's been dominating the summer league. And he goes out there and you think he's like so skinny. You think he's like a meth addict, but he's been dominating. So he's one to look out for, I think. And if you're a betting man, maybe he's like a rookie of the year, roughy or something. But he's, he's been so amazing, actually. So he's been really fun to watch. Look, how, look up his highlights, Harry. You know the hell? I've already yeah. seen him. <laughs> I want to Get off the fucking road! Tour de France. Ticket for War You Fuked. Ah, yes, the new Tour de France team. Wow. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank popular you. demand. Thanks to Kane Listener Dom Knight for suggesting we talk about the most viewed sport in the world. Is it really? Yeah, Tour de France. Really? Yeah, about 3.5 billion eyes on. What? Yeah, check it up. Check what, it out. What counts as a viewer? Uh, looking at the TV, like walking past a doctor's doctor surgery or something. That right, 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 right. For <laughs> yeah. a millisecond for like a 20 day. Yeah, they'll, they'll count it. Yeah. That, seems, right. that seems wrong to me. You know the TV ratings. Uh, well, I mean, what does it go for? A month? Oh, it goes right. for a, a month. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, don't, don't fucking question. No, sorry. sorry <laughs> Seriously. Sorry. Was that Dak Dett Dom? Can we, um, that was Dak Dett Dom. More to come. More to come no. on that. Dak Dett never forget. Um, guys, just a quick shout out to Australian sprinter Caleb Ewan. Sadly, um, had to pull out. Had to pull out. So oh, yeah, right. going going home. But there was a massive crash in Stage 14, again caused by a spectator, causing abs- real? absolute carnage. Yeah, just trying to like reach out, get a photo or something, clips the cyclists, and then they just every it's year. just a snowball effect every year. I don't know what they're going to do about it. But guys, cycling. You know, I was actually speaking to Josh about this earlier. Mm-hmm. If you don't know anything about it, it's fucking boring. Yeah, come yeah. on. Come like on. The more context you have about yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. team thing of the Tour de France. Yeah, I think it's kind of like if you don't know anything about F1 and then you learn about the strategy, how the tyres work and everything, the teamwork. It's actually very interesting. But I thought I'd bring a couple of fun facts for the Tour. Mm. Just before you start that, I would say that the Tour de France, if you're not aware of the team things before we get to that, mm, the, uh, the spectator mm. crash is actually the most entertaining bit. So Yes, they are excellent. And, and the scenery is yep. beautiful. If you're into a few cobblestones. Um, Guys, just a couple of fun facts for those non-interested in in the Tour de France. 
Until the 60s, it was common for athletes to drink alcohol during the race to numb the pain. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was then banned because it was considered a stimulant. Oh. Yeah, I know. Bring it back. Mate, so then they're like, oh, who, fuck, we can't have alcohol. Let's um, uh, dope blood for 17 days. Yeah, <laughs> we can't do Much more healthy. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do a funnel before the hill climb. Um, over the, <laughs> how about this? Over the course of the Tour de France route, cyclists will sweat enough to flush a toilet 39 times. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are these the thing things that make the, the sport more interesting? Yeah. Right. They, and they are. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Hey, 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 how about this? How about this? The winner of the 1947 Tour de France uh, was known to take water bottles filled with lead at the top of the hill to make him descend faster. Whoa. Well, he wasn't, wouldn't drink them. Yeah, he actually he did drink them. Then molten lead. Then he died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how did they get a plastic water bottle that could contain molten lead? Tell me a guy that lead? was competing in 1940s is dead now. Oh, my God. That's horrible. I know. I know. I'm so I know. It's like I just all that lead. <laughs> all that lead. Now, I think I mentioned this one last year, but the winner of the 1904. Just like every day. Last, like, last fact, guys. It. Last Sorry. fact, guys. This is my favorite one. I think I might have mentioned it on the um, full credit copyright, copyright podcast. Um, the winner of the 1904 Tour de France was um, later found out to have cheated because he caught the train <laughs> during the race. <laughs> it's the <For> very, <laughs> Cheating is rife in the Tour de France. Oh and I wonder what they're up to these days. Yeah. No, no, it's clean now. It's so clean. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine walking past the guy on the train reading a book. He's like, oh, what are you up to? I'm just doping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's hooked up with 11 things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the fucking train. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's tour to France up there. Yeah, right. Mm. Man, there must be it must be penis watching central if you're on the Tour de France because like guys in lycra like that. It's it, sometimes you can see everything. It's like calm down. It yeah, is. Oh it my is. god, yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. It is bulge looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. Well, like that's looking why that, in that's, the eye. That's why in the women's race they don't go over the cobblestone section. Okay. Why? Okay, We're going to cut that. I'm sure. <laughs> Did not fly at all. That's good. That's good. I like it. The royal family are looking rather smashing today, aren't they? The royal family are looking rather smashing today, aren't they, Spencer? Indeed, they are. Oh, and the kick it forward hosts are all flogs. Here, here. Well, you can see I found like a bit of an accent generator. Did you discover it on audition? No, no. But it's awesome. I'm gonna. I'll link you. No, there's one on auditions. Great. Oh, okay. I'll link, I'll link you later. Oh, that's good because I've I've only got three um, voice generators left before I have to pay for the program. Okay, great. <laughs> <So, laughs> guys, congrats to I think it's Marketa Vondrasova for taking out the women's final, and of course Alcaraz has dethroned Djokovic. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, yeah. it's over. The reign of terror. I saw the highlights. I'm a tennis fan, but um, mm. 20 years old, winning Wimbledon, and then you see the nice uh, message from Nadal because they're both Spaniards. What do you say? See. Just like you're the new man. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like oh, handing over the torch cool. sort of thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah, you, know yeah. what, you know what I was interested in? Um, when people win great. when people win these um, grand slams, those grand slams, yeah, something in golf, um, you know, they, they win the final point and they always fall over. Yeah. Mm. Like, mm. what's like, they just like nap. They go have a nap. They, they trip or something? No, they go have <laughs> a nap and then they do the trophy ceremony. Oh, no, yeah. See, I want someone just to win the point and go, yeah, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, yeah, I was watching right. the highlights and I thought I was watching the final point and Alcaraz won a point and he just he just put his arms up. I'm like, 
Is that your celebration? Yeah. And I was disappointed. And then I saw the actual one and he fell over. And oh, I was like, that's more okay, like, okay, okay, that's okay, where I know. Because okay. yeah. maybe it's for the viewer to know, oh, that's the end of the game. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, those celebrations, like even lifting your arms, that could use 0.01% of your energy that day, yeah. Yeah, which could be the difference in you winning and losing. Yeah, yeah. No more celebrating and then just fall over at the end. Yeah. Otherwise, you didn't leave it all out in the court. Yeah. And for also fall over deadpan, like you need to fall over straight legged. Yep. Like um, a tin yeah. soldier. That'll look cooler. Guys, the Royals were out in force, of course, oh, at okay. Wimbledon. It's the real Royal Wank Fest, isn't it? It's yeah. a real Royal <laughs> like campaign to make them look good and, you know, get involved with the public. Yeah. Is it a bit too soon to be calling Camilla Queen? You know, after the the, de- the passing of Paul Lizzie. Well, I mean, like they probably have to on the broadcast, <laughs> isn't it? That just is a fact, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it is. But it just feels oh, a bit, feels a bit, feels feels a bit, bit too quick. soon. Yeah, yeah um, I'm just, you know, you're a bit upset. Yeah, I'm a little, <laughs> a little bit upset. Yeah, bring up, bring, my, bring that up. Yeah. My favorite thing from Wimbledon was when I think it was oh. is it Le- is it Le- how do you say this name? Lehekers, Le Lehek. Pretty cool now, actually. Like, heck is, but, but a leh in front of it. Oh, let's go with um, that. His shot landed in someone's pint glass. That's oh, sweet. Oh, no, that's the good. tennis ball, yeah. Would Probably. you go, Would you have got a refund? Because effectively the- Oh, my God, exactly. Yeah. The venue failed to provide a safe space to drink the pint. Mm, yeah. It's not Money funny back. at all. Your buddy beer on a spilt. And you got sweat, tennis ball sweat in your pint. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, we're not experts when it comes to sport, right? Uh, speak for yourself. Oh. Well, we're probably closer to Nuffies, right? Once again, my friend, speak for yourself. We can't just keep saying speak for yourself. What What are you then? What? Where do you sit? Speak for yourself. <laughs> are you broken? <laughs> all right, I'm a casual observer. Okay, cool. Is that all right? Yeah, it's all right, I guess. But um, What are you then? What are you? Expert. Oh. <laughs> but if I do want to take a pun and don't know what to include, I can look at the Ned's app, popular same game multis, which lets you copy trending bets. Available on all AFL games every round, Josh. Ned's popular same-game multis are created by the punters or nuffies and shared for other punters. And plus, you can add or remove legs easily to any popular same-game multi. Head to the Ned's app and take it to the Ned's level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Do they sweat? Um, well, yeah, yeah, the, play, the, the players might have sweat onto the ball. Oh, I see, I see. Mm, right, right. Mm. But good Wimbledon tennis balls do sweat. That's correct. That is correct. Yeah. Asterisk. Yeah, because yeah. they, they build them from muscle and then put. That's what the fur is. Uh, <laughs> just on the Queen. Uh, yeah, no, it's sad, isn't it? Nah, <laughs> oh, man, I'm still recovering. I hate, I hate the new ones. So there you go. Oh, you had the new ones, yeah. Yeah. But did you see um, mm. Roger Federer was in the Royal Box at the early in this tournament and he he touched Kate Middleton. Oh. Uh, but you're not supposed to touch a Royal unless they yeah. re- put their hand out and there was a bit of a like, well, is he Yeah, Paul okay? Keating famously it's touched the Queen the... once and then they lost right. their shit. And it's right. like, in my head I'm like, well, that really um... – Yeah, but he's a Republican so that's a count. Would you... <laughs> no, I'm okay with it. Would you argue that Roger Federer is of more royalty in that situation than them? Apparently when you win Wimbledon you get a little membership card, right? And he tried to get in this time because it was his first time competing like of going to Wimbledon as a fan. Right. And he rocked up and he went to this security going, oh, hi, um, I'd like to come in. Yeah, the membership card. I'm like, uh, we have one? I, I don't, uh, because when you win Wimbledon, you become a member automatically. Okay. Uh, yes, and I'm just wondering where I can get in. And she's, yeah, but you have to be a member. I'm like, okay, this is going to be difficult here, this one. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I am a member. Normally when I'm here, I'm playing. And uh, there's loads of people, and I come in in a different way, and I don't know where to get in, so I'm just asking you again, where can I get in? She's like, well, I'll decide, but you have to be a member. <laughs> So I look at her one last time and I, I'm in a panic now and I'm, I'm so sorry and I couldn't believe, I still can't believe I say that because I still feel bad about it and I'd look at her and say, 
I have won this tournament eight times. <laughs> please, believe me. Oh my God, this exact same wow. thing happened to George Michael on the way to his own concert. Really? Oh, really? didn't let him in. Yeah, God. a long time ago. It was a good concert. And then he went in and I started groping Gabe Middleton. I think I was... <laughs> <laughs> he was like, mummy. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. But actually, just, just not to... Absolutely not comparing ourselves to these champions, but on our so, second show in, in Melbourne, our show in Melbourne, mm. Sam walked in and the security guard... Mm at the front of the theatre, said, no, no, you can't come in. And he pointed at the poster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sam, go Sammy. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Then the exact same thing happened to me 10 minutes later when I rocked up. And I just went, well, there. And it was hilarious. Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah. What a great moment. That's awesome. Yeah, what if what if then they go, hang on, come over, and they bring you closer? And they're <laughs> yeah. like, eh, that's a pretty good photo of him. Guys, what about this? All right, we're trying to get into the grand final for 2023. We don't have tickets. Oh. We just print out photos of ourselves, put them near the gate that we try and get into. The playing and the sport. Then, and then, yeah, and then yeah. the guy's like, no, sorry, mate, we just ticket. And you go, well, look on the photo <laughs> on the wall. That's actually this, such a freaking good this, idea. This could good work. Idea. This could be on. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, I'm all about grill. I'm going to write that down. Okay, I'm writing it down. Right, let's move on. <laughs> Melbournians made the most of the latest Matilda's promotion. If they beat France, everyone gets a free drone. You have to fish it out of the Yarra. Yeah, congrats to Matilda's <laughs> beating France. 1-0 in the friendly uh, before the FIFA Women's World Cup, of course. By the way, 20th of July, they um, have the first Group 1 stage game and take on Ireland. But these 350 drones going into the Yarra. Jack, you've been on tour, busy with your show. Um, have you seen this news in your hometown? And what? And what's the? Had yeah. no idea about the drone stuff. It's no. amazing. It's like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars plus of equipment, right. just all dropping. They've. Uh, they were all those US um, like Iraq drones, right? <laughs> uh, People just sniping them down. Oh no! No, no they were oh, doing okay. a bit of a show the before, Lacha, Lacha, Lacha. before the Matildas came. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And they've, they've gone, you know what, there's been a glitch in the system and they've gone, all right, auto land, auto land, oh, and fuck. unfortunately over water. And then they're in there, yeah. Is that really what happened? Yes. Okay. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, I had no so, idea. So then people have been, uh, well, the company responsible has to fish them out. Mm. So there's just bar, like vans and vans full of the these lime scooters drone. out as well. Well, thank yeah. God the Matildas yeah, the took over scooters. and lit the place up. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. It is bloody good, isn't it? Are the Matildas playing here as well? Uh, the Matildas aren't playing in Perth. They're playing over there. We've got uh, four other teams. I can't remember which one. I believe Columbia's here. Okay. Um, I'd have to look it up. Sorry, it's not friendly. Uh, okay, he, right, 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 right. He claims to be on a sport podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly pretty excited like for, the, for the World Cup. It'd be really good. Yeah, it'd be really fun. It'd be yeah. good, good atmosphere. And um, it's funny, though, like, Ange Postacoglu, he was in his press conference yesterday and he said, even with them winning the Asian Cup, it didn't really move the needle on football in the country. It's more on like the governing body to pick up their shit. Right. And uh, so yeah, he's been successful outside of it. He's saying, it, you know, you can't just rely on the Matilda's performance to regenerate right, or right. encourage it. But it, I think it'd be great because like in Melbourne, people get around sports so much there. Like everyone goes to everything and to have an international event like that, they'll get – and they had 50,000 or something or 58,000 in the first exhibition game against mm -hmm. France. It's pretty cool. At my high school, more more – Kids played soccer than football. Football, really? Yeah. yeah it's so it's a huge, okay, a huge sport. Okay. Yeah, it's like basketball and soccer. They have um, more. Oh, they have so such a huge participation rate in junior level. It's crazy because yeah. girls and guys play it. Well, what's and, going on? Yeah. Is the AFL doing better marketing or what? Uh, potentially, I don't know. So. Well, it's because yeah. that's the number one of that league 
you know, that that's particular sport, Aussie rules, yeah. isn't played anywhere else, so they have a draft. Yeah, and true, yeah. true. I just Googled it, actually. They are doing good marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, Did you type in AFL doing good well, marketing? after I asked the question, I just had to check because you guys weren't so confident. So. Oh, is that what that photo of Gil McLaughlin <laughs> and just says yes on it? <laughs> Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports <laughs> gossip. Sports uh, gossip. So much going on in the sports gossip world, Jack. I'm here for it. Okay, so you want to come from my sports office? Yeah, gossip. <laughs> whatever, you want to, whatever you want to call yeah, it, sorry. I don't even mind. Yeah. Um, hey, you guys sitting there, you know, and our listeners really thought that WWE stars were just faking this toughness the whole time. He's back. WWE legend The Undertaker has been filmed standing in front of a shark to protect his wife and fellow wrestler Michelle McCool at the beach. He simply gave the shark a death stare and it moved away. Wait, there were sharks walking around on the yeah, beach? On yeah. Just in the, in the ankle deep water or knee deep water. Oh, why don't they just get out of it? Because <laughs> it's the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> he just scares it away. No backward steps. What are you even talking about? <laughs> um, like, guys, the smart call by the shark. You don't want to be confronting the dead man. Oh, he's already in danger. You don't want to stay away yeah, from the exactly. taker. You don't Why would a shark you take on Lucifer himself? You don't want to risk yeah. getting tombstone, do you? Mm. <laughs> Turns out it was a grey nurse shark, so apparently they're so friendly that you can like put your head in them and they don't, <laughs> they don't oh, really? in their mouth and they don't really Why kill you. Why do you jump off the top rope and elbow through its brain then? <laughs> 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 Hey guys, let's move on. Um, controversial footy legend Sam Newman mm. has had a bit of a mix-up when trying to book a round of 18 holes. Oh yeah, poor guy. Instead of driving to a golf course clubhouse to book a round, he claimed that his GPS took him to a brothel. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can we just, for the record, this has allegedly happened at night. And I've never Do you play golf. Well, this is night the, golf. No, the thing is, I've never ever. No, it says he was going to book around. I've never heard of driving to a course to book around because yeah. a little while ago mm. they invented telephones, mm. and then a little while ago after that they invented the internet, which is where most golf bookings are that done. That was close to the days. future, actually. That one. That, that one. was close to the future in yeah. the past, but they didn't know it was the future until it was the future. So he's that's why would he fall back on a golf booking as his excuse when he's just trying to. Get, Go to a brothel. One. Yeah, Sam, you're not fooling anyone. Can I tell you what, though? This, it, this was, Sam revealed this on his on his podcast, right? It's called You Cannot Be Serious, and it's my f- new favourite podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> Sam Newman has a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Like over 200 episodes. Okay. And, and um, think about all the words that end with ist, like racist, sexist, mm. It's all of them. <laughs> it's okay, all of them okay, in one right. go. So it's a little bit of every East word put into one podcast, but I don't love it because of that. I like it because they fire the intro off, which is just John McEnroe saying, you can't be serious, then some honky-tonk tune from the 1940s. And they, it's almost like they bring the mics up and it's just a continuation of an argument that's been happening off air. There's no like, oh, welcome to the You Can I Be Serious podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. It's just a continuation of what's been happening. But what I did find one, there was um, oh, there was an episode 207 is called Hot Dogs and Anal, by the way, um, which is a good. Um, yeah. But I was I was looking for that golf course audio, but found something else because I couldn't I couldn't find that one. But 
Sam shared his views on a very important service provided <laughs> to people that have what is sometimes known as the invisible disability. I'm just reading the, <laughs> the title. Over to you, Phoebe. Could you no. tell us what a millennial is? Oh, my God. No, she's, she's now doing what they do on the ABC. They, what they, <laughs> you know, this finger right, finger talk. Oh, that's you know, signal, that's, that, what that's you sign that? language when sign people language. are speaking. Yeah. How ridiculous is that? We've done no, that. no, that's catering for a, a certain group you in can't society. Hear. Exactly. I but think it's a good idea. Turn the television up. <laughs> if you're deaf, you can't. doesn't matter how high you have the bloody thing. Well, then thing. put the subtitles under it. People just... They might, they might have dyslexia. You oh, can't well read. In that case, don't turn the television on at all. Well, you've got to get the news. Get some audio I think books. it's a great get idea. Get some audio books. Or maybe no, they're deaf. They, oh, they are, are deaf. deaf. That's why they finger... Get some Braille books. No, then they can see. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. Fair dinkum. <laughs> but he does not get that it. Is, that's a lot of the podcast. So, yeah, oh I've listened to so much of that in the last couple of days. Um, can you, oh. Do you mind, like, in between next week, can you just keep listening to it, please? Because I feel like there's a hidden gold in there that oh no God. one's bothered we'll to listen to. Oh, there was there. so much. Maybe I'll get the argument for next week when they okay. start the app. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> by the way, um, Newman cruising around with uh, fingerless driving gloves, which I thought was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah he's, pretty, a, he's always been fashionable. Yeah, we'll give him that. Pretty good move. Guys, yeah. finally in sports <laughs> gossip. I know it's been a long one, but it's been a great one, of course. <laughs> Disgraced former sports manager Ricky Nixon recently celebrated his 60th birthday with 200 of his closest friends and family. But he made sure to pay his respects to two people that unfortunately couldn't true make it. True friends stand by you through thick and thin, and this room is my true friends. And I love you all. Thank you. Let's have a great night. Sorry, one other thing. There's two apologies I have to make publicly. Unfortunately, Caroline Wilson and Seth Costello. <laughs> 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 Who gives a f***? <laughs> <laughs> so he's called out Caro. So Caro's been arrowed again. And tonight I'm arrowing myself. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the second time. She self-arrows <laughs> and then also gets arrowed by Ricky Arrow Nixon, Ricky the biggest Nixon. turd in the world. <laughs> yep, yep. And then it was Sam. I forget his surname. Uh, Costello. So he was a current affair a, general. Yeah, who, who he, he got basically punched by him or something. The yes, other way. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. So um, happy birthday, Ricky Nixon. Yeah. Wait, why is that news? Uh, it's gossip. Oh, it's gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Wait, 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 wait. Are you questioning the sanctity no, 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 of sports no. no, not at all. But the gossip is he had a 60th. No, oh, the yeah, gossip is he's was, calling out Carol Wilson. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. do you find that information? I, I, I'm out there. You're out there. I'm out there. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not Daily Mail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, right, right, right. It's basically the perfect Daily Mail article. That's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you're a big Ricky Nixon fan, you were saying before the pod. Uh, well, I go for St Kilda. <laughs> Oh, right, cool. So we have that in common. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I hope he's well. Um, all right. Very good answer. Guys, that were the headlines. Jack, you did so well. Thanks so much. I'm uh, honoured to be here, guys, and I'm um, sorry I didn't get to see Giorgio, but the studio is amazing, the vibe is amazing. And, we're not, um, we've got heaps left. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a hook yet. We've got another 20 minutes. Yeah, good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's big house. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come? Oh, here we go again, guys. Another week at the big house. It's good to be here. Yeah, no, Jack, you know, you said you're excited for, you know, a little bit of big house action live. Yep, yep, yep. yep. 
don't be. Okay. Because it's actually serious. It, 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 you okay. you go home with it. No more yeah. smiling or laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. Order. Um, what guys, did I call thank, you? Your Honor? Thank you. Uh, yes, yes, that'd, that'd be perfect. Okay. Thank you. Hey, guys, thank you as well for donning your um, your co-counsel or barrister wigs. Uh, they're mm. looking good. Yep. Um, Josh, I've got to actually give you a formal warning. Okay. Um, for, you know, just throwing the wig on the floor and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, wondering, you're wondering why it's looking a bit more like an 80s perm at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, could you get a comb through that for next week? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, guys, Zach writes in, um, I have a submission for Harry's Big House and it is genuinely painful to talk about oh, and the worst shit. part is, is that it has photographic evidence of the crimes. Please read with caution and lube up the gavel because it's going to get a hiding. <laughs> Oh, sound, that's a All good right. sound effect. Yeah, that's the, that's the gavel being lubed up. Last Saturday I played footy and was nothing short of having a blinder. But long story short, we got done by 12 goals. It was a tough <laughs> loss. The boys were down as you could imagine, but the pain cut deeper than usual knowing that if I didn't sink a whole case of tinnies the night before, I probably would have done a right and performed at a half-decent level. Okay, quite contradictory on your first couple paragraphs there anyway anyway as soon as the game ended i had to jet back home shower and get changed as my partner wanted to go to the shops to get some sh- some home shit so i didn't get to consume anything <laughs> and was already incredibly dehydrated and cooked from the night before by the time we arrived it was already two hours post game and i was on another planet but luckily it turned out that there was a subway at the shops and all i could think about through the entire spree, was completely stuffing myself with a meatball foot-long sub. Been there. Mm. Yeah. Telling you, jeez. Um, Zach says pause here. So I'll just pause for a second. Oh, okay. What, um, what life? Yeah, we'll continue. Thanks. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> anyway, after another hour, the missus finally let me get my delicious bread meat long sandwich. But when I entered the thickly smelling subway doors, I couldn't believe what I saw. They were out of fucking bread. Oh my God. Out of bread. How can a sandwich shop be out of fucking bread, Zach says, order. I have attached the photographic evidence of the crime scene. Yes, boys, you can see here, it says out of bread. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, it certainly does say on, out of bread. On the counter. This one really stung because not only did I miss out on sinking more tinnies post game with the boys, I was dragged around the shops by my partner like a wanker just for Subway to be out of bread. I don't even know who to press charges against for this one. But I hope you can resolve this with a fit punishment. Sincere and hungry regards. Well, Zach. You just don't hear harrowing stories like that much anymore. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Jack. I am. I'm a bit upset because I've been hungry heaps. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like sometimes I get so hungry and then. Yeah. And then to think you're there and all you want in your world is just you can see it in your mind and you want it but you can't attain it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Josh, I'm going to give you a quick order there but say thank you for that. Okay. Thank you for opening up as well. Oh, right. Uh, you know what, guys? <clears throat> Some mornings I wake up and I think I can't put this wig on. I don't know if I've got it in me today. I doubt myself. I think No. I can't possibly look at another horrendous spree of crimes. Then I look in the mirror and I don't see just me. I see the victims, the ones I've helped out and the ones that still seek retribution. (laughs) Then I say to myself, order, and I bloody get on with it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I bloody get on with it. Order. Zach, thanks for opening up. Uh, we've had a case of being hungry after footy before. And I bet it won't be the last. <laughs> okay. Listeners of this podcast understand how essential an after footy feed is. And congrats on supporting your partner at the shops, by the way. Four hands are better than two. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking, assuming that they um, all both had two hands. Well, we love equality um, after Women's World last yep. week. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned that you didn't know who to press charges against for this case. <laughs> but let me tell you, you've come to the right place because <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, to the jury, I apologise in advance as this case may take a little longer to deliberate on as we are dealing with multiple charges here. Please be prepared to stay here well into the night. Order, order, you are not grown in this courtroom. (laughs) (laughs) Respect this court. Zach's partner, you have been charged with ripping your partner away from post-footy frothies and failing to understand the importance of a post-footy feed by forcing Zach to accompany you while shopping, resulting in him missing out on getting a meatball sub. Mm. Let me just take a quick look through the uh, Dog Act of 1974. Okay. Being ripped away from footy tinnies and failing to understand the importance of a post-footy feed. That's page... What page is that again, Josh? Oh, I just let me find it. Um, uh, 6,343. Yep, oh, cool. 34, 34. Oh, 34. Yeah. Okay, all right, here we go. Post-footy feeds. Um, Dominoes. Maccas. KFC. Zambreros. Oh, I've gone too far. <laughs> Subway. <laughs> Subway, here we are. Okay, well, um, chicken classic, tuna. Oh, meatball sub. It's all whoa, in there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, boy. Oh boy, <laughs> the one underneath meatball sub isn't looking too good. Oh my god. Zach's partner, here's the sentence. Next time Zach plays footy, you must allow him to stay for post footy tinnies for as long as he wishes. You must also deliver a meatball sub to Zach 45 minutes after the final siren. This allows plenty of time for post game formalities and a couple of drinks. Zach will then have a wonderful appetite and enjoy his meatball sub very, very much. Subway. You have been charged with failing to provide the core offering. Sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Order. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, Your Honour. Sorry, sorry. Being out of bread. <laughs> what the actual order? <laughs> you go to the petrol station. What do you guys expect? Petrol. Yeah. You go to the pub. You expect beers. You go to Subway and you expect a foot long. Josh, can you please dial the number for Subway? Afternoon, Subway. This is I'm just calling on behalf of my client, um, Zach. He, last weekend, he attended the Subway at and was disgusted to find out that you guys had unfortunately run out of bread. Bread? Yes. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I was just uh, hoping for some, like, justice or compensation. Is there any way he can be provided with a free sub if he was to come in again? Yeah, there's not much I can do. If we're out of bread, we're out of bread. Order. Um, okay. <laughs> and it, it doesn't happen very often. We usually offer, you know, to do a wrap or a salad bowl. But, um, mm, interesting, yeah, look, I'm... Interesting. I'm mm. So he did have options? Yes, that's correct. Ah, okay. All right. The plot thickens. Order. Thanks very much for your time. <laughs> 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 plot did thicken, boys. Sounded like Subway had a roaring trade that day. Wow. And they were out of bread. He had other options. You know what I would hate to see? Food wasted. Yeah. Yep. Subway are off the hook. And as I always say, eat fresh, case closed. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That is probably not what he expected. 
Nah. Well, the one thing you've, you've upheld the sanctity of the court. Yeah, I think um, I think it's really on the partner. Don't don't you drag your your yeah. partner shopping after mm. a footy game. They need to eat. They need to eat. Yeah, it's a big part of recovery too, Jack. Subway. Well, my mm. first question is: if they're in a shopping center, there's probably somewhere else you can eat. Yeah, for sure. I was also thinking this shopping center thing as well, Jack. They're not really setting up for dinner. I don't think they'd be a dinner subway. Right. Yeah. So I think I think them being uh, out of bread is um yeah avoiding food wastage, yeah. which, mm. I, which I really like. We're pro non food wastage on this podcast. I love wasting. Pro non food wasting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so nice. It's like that uh, Simpsons episode. It's like the new craze <laughs> sweeping the nation. Coming up next, a new fan that's sweeping the nation, wasting food. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Until next week, that's Harry's Big House. Send your submissions and dog acts into kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. Order. Dear muscles. Great superstars. Cold regard. You've got mail. No inv- investigation this week. Just uh, mail it in. The mailbag, the where we hear from you, the fans. Mm. Whether that's DM, which, despite asking you no, 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 relentlessly do not, do not, not to. not encourage DMs. Well, I just, I actually had to send a guy here. I go, hey, can you just email me this? It's a great, it's a great message. But I will lose it, and I think it's a good one. And, he, and then he reluctantly emailed me the oh exact same thing. Thank you to that guy. Um, the first part of the show, Jack, is we have a couple of voicemails. So this will take a little second to get yeah. there, but we'll cut it up and make it nice. So we have a couple of voicemails. People call in, and they just leave us a friendly message. Hey, uh, just a big fan of the Kick It Forward podcast here. Uh, I once saw Josh on Swan Street, actually, in Melbourne. He was eating sushi, and he had a big can of Coke, and he looked like, Pretty scattered, actually, but yeah, just thought I'd call up, say that I love the show, loved your episode on Doing Friends this week. That guy's a fuck with. <laughs> and um, yeah, your podcast is way better. I actually have a thought for you guys. Maybe don't like put it on Do Not Disturb so you don't have to have a ring for ages because I actually rang oh, and yeah, then I was like, oh, this is a number, and then I checked it again and rang and rang for like a minute, and then I left the message. You've just turned the phone off. <laughs> Oh, oh, thanks, maybe, Dill Buckley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next message. Oh, yeah, look, in your last pod, Josh was talking about how he feels like a bit of a loser because he's 30 coin lives at home. But my youngest brother still lives at home, so don't feel bad, Josh. I mean, he's only 11. <laughs> he's still in the same boat, so nothing to feel bad about, mate. Next message. Hey, I just called before I leave a voice message, and you picked up Josh, and I just... I quietly waited until you hung up the phone to call back and leave another message. Uh, but anyway, fuck Piers Morgan. Hey! <laughs> You're not supposed to answer, Josh. Yeah, this guy answered me dialing for a bit and I just go, what the <laughs> And then he, it was just dead silence. And then you could hear him breathing and then he hung up. Anyway. Um, what a success the, the voicemail was this way. Yeah, it was great. The email's in the show notes. Thanks to everyone that called in. Guys, uh, we'll get to the uh, other ones. Some... No, any IRLs to report this week? Mm, just the usual couple of orders around the place. Couple people yelling order. Yeah, order. That's great. Yeah, order this, yeah. order that. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's, the, what's the quote that you guys get uh, uh, snagged for out in uh, in the world? Oh, is that that TikTok guy a bit? Um, but probably like you get order. I yeah, probably I get, get like um, Lanky Ranger because I say it on the pot a bit. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. about from sketches? From sketches, she's a good question for you too. Um, for sketches, uh, what do you get? There was one that when we when we did the grand final campaign with the t-shirts. Mm. I think mm. I think I said something like 
Don't even care if you buy a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Don't even care if you buy oh, a shirt. Ten people at the grand final said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what great. the fuck? That's great. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, I get a, I don't know, I get a couple of random ones. I'm always surprised by what people pick up as well. What yeah. about yourself? What have you been, what have you been surprised by people liked and stuff on your show? Uh, one I get uh, you got nothing, mate. <laughs> Cuz it's when uh, like English people using a toothbrush versus Australian people. Yeah. And the English guys I get scared by it and start bashing it up and they say, you got nothing, mate. <laughs> so it's like really like, I don't know if it, the video did well or anything, but that, that one comes up quite a bit. That is always funny when people, uh, you think, oh, well, this didn't do well, but a lot of people really liked it yeah, or something like it's, that. it's weird. Oh, we did one about like about when you think you're the main character in a movie in Melbourne the other day. And, <laughs> okay. it, and we, we spent like six hours making like running around Melbourne and it did okay and I get hit by a tram in the end. Then we're, I was real drunk at this 25th the other way and goes, man, hell like that Melbourne one, eh? And it just it really, really tugged at my heartstrings yeah, that this cooked bloke said he liked it. Oh, it's because he got hit by a tram? Well, yeah. Yeah. That was funny. I did see that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank good. you very much. Uh, so we get into one here from Jimmy. Dear fellas, I'm writing to thank you for your nifty IRL acronym, <laughs> which has saved me God knows how much time in my day to day. If you know of any other common acronyms, please let me know as soon as possible. I've got a terrible fear of missing out on time-saving devices like these. You only live once, after all. And if I ever found out that I'd been wasting my own or other people's time, then I'd probably laugh out loud, if only to stop myself from crying. Anyway, keep up the good work. In the meantime, I recommend you to everyone I know and tell them about your great on-air chemistry in the spirit of time saving, I say that you guys are like three peas in a pod. That oh. is, if the pod were a podcast and the peas stood for punk ass bitches. Kind regards, J Bone, Melbourne. On your Firstly, J- good Christian name, J Bone. Mm. Very On your yeah, J Bone. Yeah, yeah. You mm. led the Israelites out of the desert. I think you've got a few. <laughs> few uh, Oh, yeah, I, I had some, well, firstly, I need to correct uh, J-Bone. Um, I'm just going to chuck some music behind this. Um, initial, an initialism is if you say the things like IRL is an initialism. An mm-hmm. acronym is if you um, shorten it, but then you say it as a word. So NASA would be initi- would be an acronym. So uh, just moving forward to like uh, aye, aye, G- aye. GFC would be um, get fucked, cunt. This and then um, uh, KIF, <laughs> KIF is kick it forward. That would be an acronym. Yeah. Or maybe even an, an initialism of I- IJSMCWEPS, obviously, is I just shit myself. Um, can we end pod soon? You're a, <laughs> yeah. you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> That's very high brow. That's thank, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, thank, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, thank you, Guys, Jimmy. like literally any time. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> um, Owen Portman. G'day, Harry Fitzgerald. The small one and Gerald Fitzharry. Shit. Not sorry whether you this is old news or whether it's any truth to it. Came across a spectacular video, YouTube video whilst down at the cricket rabbit hole. Oh, no, that's too suspenseful. On Friday night. I know, right? Shagger. The video is Brad Hatton informing his fellow commentators that between deliveries down the fine leg, Mark Wood pretends to feed an imaginary horse slash unicorn C below. All right, I actually haven't looked at this. Do you mind if I just play it, guys? Well, GYG's legendary oh, you, how good's Guzman? Oh, we're getting Guzzy now. <laughs> shit. Um, All that talk is shitting yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I could shit yourself, boy. I might watch this. Uh, come here, Jack, if you can. Just see you, Constant. Does Louie know about the unicorn story? Do you know about that? No, right there. 3 2 The unicorn story. Yeah, tell him, Hads. Well, Mark Wood, uh, we watched him playing, and he, he's sitting down at Fine Leg, and he's talking to someone, then he'd put his hand up like he was feeding a horse. This is a true story. 
And, and so I went to Trevor Bayless. When, when he's How long goes this? When, when he plays. Oh, every time he yeah. plays. And so I went to Trevor Bayless and, and said, well, what's Mark Wood do at, at fine leg? He goes, first he's a non-drinker. He said, but he talks to a unicorn. <laughs> then during balls, he feeds it. <laughs> he's having a True leg. story. He's having a leg. What the actual fuck? on earth? <laughs> so firstly, I was under the impression unicorns weren't real. Uh-huh. Dangerous. This actually, oh, this is all weird now, isn't it? <laughs> no, now I don't no, know. Well, no, Michael was the guy bowling with pace for. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah. you know, what if he's right? What if there's some hoof marks on the ground? Is anyone looking? We'll keep an eye. Basketball bowlers marks, but basketballs, basketballs back, basketballs back. So we can look. Maybe unicorns are secret to winning this test. Um, wondering mm. if you could using the investigation techniques. Happy to discuss IRL over a beer. Tepid regards. Thanks for that mm, one. It was. Uh, tepid. Do you want to go, with Daniel? Daniel Rooney writes in, incredible how Harry's first encounter with the C word is burned into his memory so thoroughly. We were talking about the C word in the last little uh, emergency podcast, weren't we? Yeah, like how you, when was the first time yeah, you heard it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, right. Dan says, I remember my first time. I was playing under 10s football for the Secret Harbour Storm and future Gold Coast Sun star Josh Schoenfield, is mm. it? Schoenfield, yeah. Schoenfield called one of our opponents something. On the drive home after the game, I asked my mum, what does cumped mean? <laughs> it was only a few years later I learned the true pronunciation of the C word. I would like to hear other people's deep memories of when this word entered their lexicon. Cunt regards. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> <laughs> nice sign off. Um, Jack, you remember your first, uh, you remember any early memories with this word or use of it? I'm uh, one of four kids. I'm the eldest of four. And we'd play soccer with like a fluffy ball in the mm. lounge room when we were kids. And dad had just bought this really nice antique uh, <laughs> lampshade. Nice and we're playing purchase. and stuff. And I kick the ball, misfires, <laughs> and slow motion, bang, hits the shatters. It's glass. And I can hear him oh, no. coming through. And he just walks in, sees what's happened. And I'm probably seven or eight. <laughs> like screams Whoa. it. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, but you are an angry, angry man right yeah, now. That's wow. a, that's a bad word to use. Yeah, you yeah, immediately yeah. knew. <laughs> so, so seven. Emphatically the, learned what it was. And yeah. the oldest. And you were obviously responsible for breaking it. It was completely my fault. And being the oldest, you get thrown on the bus for everything. Yeah, anyway, for so sure. It's like for sure. Doubly, double bounce on a trampoline, but in wow. the punishment zone. I just got to ask. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you share a love for lampshades? <laughs> no love lost after that day, no. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I'm, oh, my God. Oh, you're a lampshade man? Oh, big um, time. No, no, I hate him. Leg. He wanted to buy um, a, 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 Oh, okay, right. <laughs> um, Michaela Johnson messaged you and she said she loves Women's World, love to be represented, and we were like, oh, we can't believe how many women actually listen. I think it's about 6% of the pod. Yeah. Which ends up being about 600 people or yeah. like about 400. So we were like, that's actually heaps of women's. So shout out to the girls. Thank you, Michaela. Shout out Very to Michaela and the girls. Right in. Wunderbar, my friend. Welcome to Russia. Howdy, partner. Asian one. International <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Still yet to get in safe, trouble for that one. Safe, no, it's it's a safe way to go. It's a safe way to go. Dylan Hamani me. Sorry. Dylan Hahami uh, has emailed in. Hello, tall ones and the short one. I was recently in the Philippines drinking, uh, trying to drink all the beers on the islands when I encountered a sports bar playing an AFL game on TV. This being my first experience of Aussie rules football outside of a, your podcast, I decided to give it a shot. For context, I was born and raised in New York City. That's New York. 
guys. Oh, um, yes. Yep, yep, sorry, yep, yep, feel yep, free yep, to yep, read yep. in a New York accent from now on. Hey, I'm, I'm reading here. <laughs> 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 the game wasn't the most exciting and confusing thing I've witnessed in all my long time from New Jersey to Staten Island. Complex uh, for my tiny American brain. Four-star experience. We'll watch again. Y'all did a great job. Well, he's definitely American. He said y'all. Uh, yep, y'all yep, did a yep. great job mm. selling the sport. Hope you can all come to the States to drink all the beers in at City Field, which is a real crime here, and you will be stopped Uh-oh. by the police and executed. <laughs> Tropical uh, hot regards, Dylan. Uh, Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Dylan. Forget about it. Oh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh God. Uh, awesome. This is awesome. We've got a listener born and raised in New York, and I don't know. Where is Globetrotting the world? Oh, shit, we Watching might be going there soon, so that'd be pretty cool. We can go say we'll hi. Be, we'll be close. Well, can uh, we stay with yeah. you? It's how expensive we're checking in these. Oh, God, I can't wait. I need to go back to that Blues Club. Hey, guys, I'm going to go back to um, a national um, bit, of okay. cor- bit of correspondence after going international. You've got to bring it yep. back to national. <laughs> Do we need a national sting now? Yes. Okay, next week. Uh, Alex Nova, he, he, he uh, emailed in. He was asking about a podcast called The Pirate Podcast. Now, The Pirate Podcast is my first podcast experience. I created this for an amateur football club, but not the whole club. It was for one team of about eight teams in the – I didn't want to go for the whole club, too broad. And you know the number one rule of podcasts? Niche. Keep it niche. Niche it up. Yeah, we, um, you know, sometimes had 20 listeners up at one stage, had up to 500. But um, he was wondering where the first five episodes went because I uploaded them to SoundCloud. Mm. Um, I didn't want to pay for SoundCloud, so I just delete, <laughs> I would delete the episode. No. <laughs> when, yeah, when I wanted to put a new one up. So there's about three up there now. I was going to – I'm not going to play any here. I haven't got time. Oh, really? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to play any. But there was some – there were some stinks. So these are like this is like five years ago. So if you want to go and search the Pirate Podcast, I think it's Harry Fitzgerald one on SoundCloud. So they're like cave paintings of stinks. Go on, yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah. like picking up rocks and just hitting them on things and being like, "That's a pretty cool noise." What yeah, if that was with a yeah, fart? Yeah, it was like the, <laughs> the first podcast sting ever. No farts in that podcast, and I think that's why it failed. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Alex, thanks for writing in. Oh, we got one last one. It's a bit wordy, but I'll try and get through it. Jack he has an investigation idea. Hey, legends, hate the pod. Just wanted to bring to your attention some very important information, which I believe calls for an investigation. This is something that has recently been discovered by myself and a group of friends, and I believe it should be heavily looked into. You may be aware of Cloud Cloth, the youngest player ever to debut in an AFL-VFL match who played it for St Kilda from 1900 to 1901 mm-hmm. um, before tragically dying at 38. So sad. Why are you laughing while you say so <laughs> he sad? Wrote, he wrote so sad. Exactly, oh. but it's not funny. It's Sorry sad. for cloth. Um, you may also be aware that Ted Hall, who holds the record yeah. for the worst ever win percentage, one win at 72 losses. Whoa. The 122-year anniversary of the one career win is on Thursday, the 13th of July. Ah, oh, bugger, we've missed it. Happy Ted Hall Day in advance. Oh, damn okay, it. Okay, retrospectively, Retrospect- happy Ted yeah. Hall Day. Yeah. Next year we got you. Mm, yeah. Doing yeah. some digging recently, I noticed that these two legends uh, of our game were in fact teammates. Sadly, though, Clough was not in the team for Hall's one career win. Despite kicking a goal the week before in round 11 against Fitzroy, he mysteriously was not in the team for the historic round 12 win against Carlton, but then was back again the next week when St Kilda unsurprisingly went back into losing ways. I feel an <sighs> investigation is warranted into why Clough wasn't in the team that day. If it turns out that he had been dropped, I may just have to head to St Kilda HQ and burn the place to the ground. Oh my god! I, I can't think of a better idea. Um, yeah, no, that's a that's an interesting thought. I mean, one in seventy-two. 
Yeah. Could, no, uh, no sort of rev up speech <laughs> could be. Uh, when we get Angie in, they need Ange. Yeah, they need Angie in. He'd be like, my, my daddy used to work fucking hard. He's like, you stop know? picking up the ball. Stop. You kill the gun. Oh. kick it. Kick that shit. Yeah. Um, no, great idea. I mean, it sounds like you've done most of the investigation yourself, but I think. Um, yeah, everyone's everyone's thinking that though. Yeah, like, yeah. Jack and I were talking about this exact thing before, we were, like yeah. a couple hours ago. I actually, so found, some, shit. Yeah, I actually found some of the um, audio recording from the commentary from that day. Oh, did that you? That would be did a you? hard find. Yeah, I found it. I was wow. first saying, well, Clough's setting out today's game for 10 holes. <laughs> you know they always speak like that? Yeah, so that. that. I don't know. I just like, it's, it feels like they're mimicking England because even the news reporters back then sounded mm, English yeah, to the 60s yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And the troops return from the war. Good job, boys. And they're waving crazily <laughs> at the thing now. Let's move backwards now through the time and what are our bombs go off and then we're going out. Great. I feel like you'd be good at it. No, I'm not. not I'm not going to try and compete with you guys. No. Oh, Sorry. Jack. Um, thank you so much. Anything yeah. to promote? I know you're far more successful than us, but anything you want to promote <laughs> no, or anything? Or I want to promote the Kick It Forward podcast. Oh, <laughs> okay. If you ever so have a chance much. to come on, it's uh, it's fantastic, guys, listeners, and viewers. You're in there. Mm. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I'm in hey. Perth for the next few days mm. with the Swag Show. But um, oh, when will this go live? Uh, hopefully tomorrow, probably day after. Really? Yeah. Well, we might be performing either tonight or tomorrow night, depending mm-hmm. when you're listening to this. But um, uh, the other two will be joining me tomorrow. Mm. And uh, we love Perth and um, Josh Garp, Harry, Giorgio, <laughs> absent, but. I can't wait for the, for the live show, yeah, mate. Well yeah, done. Yeah. It's inspirational yeah, Congratulations. Stuff. It really mm. makes us want to actually do something mm-hmm. live. So now I have to get up for us and make it. But no, congratulations and best luck for the rest of your tour. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm, I can't go. I've got a golf trip in Bali. But, um, oh yeah, so Josh God. can't come to the show. So if anyone wants his ticket, yeah. hit him up. I'm in and I need a date. You'll sit next to Harry. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> See you guys later. This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, about you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask yeah. my brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But mm, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Ned's app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip, and you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from. The fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Ned's AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and heaps more. Download the Ned's app if you haven't already and take it to the Ned's level. T's and C's apply and available on the Ned's website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.